Aloha. We're, we're off. We weren't off. I was just a lower pitch than I normally am. Hello. Hi. Uh, this is the season finale of season 20. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Of the Pokemon Sun and Moon anime. I'm your host, SBJ. Irene here. I, I mean, I am here. The anime show with Irene and Steve. We're back. Back. After a brief hiatus. Of you being sick and or too busy. Yes. And today, I'm no, like, I'm just going to be honest. I was not in a good mood today. Today was not a great day. But I forgot how much I really liked these episodes. And I was very nervous because I was like, I don't want to ruin the show because I don't want to be in a bad mood and not be engaging and not talk or whatever. Um because I'm not very good at hiding my emotions. Um, but watching the episodes, I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Okay, that was, that was, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was very, uh, I was reminded of how much I liked the episodes because we watched them a while ago. Yeah, we watched, um, yeah, we watched them a while ago and now they're, uh, now we watched them again. We did. And I'm not, I was in a bad mood, but after watching these, I am no longer in a bad mood. So I guess that <laughs> I guess that indicates what I thought. This is a two-part episode. This is technically uh, episode forty-two, which is called Alola Canto, and then episode forty-three is When Regions Collide. So we're going to be covering both episodes this episode, and then the next episode of Alola Vacation will be covering season twenty-one. Whoa! Uh, which has the good new theme song. So this might be a longer episode of A Little Vacation, but we figured we'd cover them both since they're both, it is like a two-part thing. So. Well, I would, we could have split it. I, yeah, I'm, I guess. I'm glad that we didn't, but I do feel like I have a time crunch now. <laughs> it's Even good. This is probably an episode that I would like to really discuss. So we can start off talking about the first half where Ash arrives in Kanto. Do you want me to read the blurb? I that's what I was setting you up for, oh, yes. Okay. Well, I mean the blurb is going to say exactly what you were saying. I mean actually I don't know. I haven't looked at it. Alright, blurb it up. Blurb it up. Okay. Uh the blurb says Ash's Pokemon school class is taking a field trip to the Kanto region. Principal Oak is excited to visit his famous cousin in Pallet Town, and Professor Kikui says some special guests will be joining them. When those guests turn out to be Brock and Misty, Ash is delighted. Everyone marvels at the many Pokemon living at Professor Oak's lab, and Brock offers a demonstration of the difference between Kanto Pokemon and their Alolan counterparts. Of course, Team Rocket is up to their old tricks, but the original twerp trio quickly sends them blasting off again. Tomorrow, Misty has big plans for everyone. A battle at her own cerulean gym. Where they take a car to. Cars confirmed. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't I, I didn't even remember that part. Um <laughs> That was probably the least remarkable part of the whole episode. Is how they traveled well, it, to the next one. <laughs> it takes Ash like 40 episodes to get to Cerulean Gym in the first season. No, it, it doesn't like... take that long. But they do they do take like a minivan there. So the episode opens in Alola where Sam's, Samson Oak 
says that it's the 20th anniversary of the Pokemon School, which is funny because this is the 20th season of the anime. And the 20, uh, when Sun and Moon came out, that was the 20th anniversary of Pokemon in general. They start off with Ash being, like, bummed that he's going to Kanto, and then, like, as soon as he gets on the plane, he's, like, excited, which is, like, slightly weird. I feel like that's that's not surprising, though, because it's probably, it's probably like, oh, I've been here before, Ugh, whatever, it's not a new place, but then, like, when you're going, it's like, oh, I haven't actually been here in a while, mm-hmm. I'm going home, this is really cool. Um, so that's, I mean, that's what I was assuming happening. It's a, like a hard episode to, I feel like, do in, in a way, because when I was watching it, at least again, because the first time we watched it, I was really excited. And the second time I watched it, I guess with like a more, Are you more critical, more critical eye. And I was like, nothing happens in this episode. See, I agree with that, but I didn't mind like. This episode, the first one especially, felt really long, but not in a bad way. Yeah. Uh, and then I thought, you know, so you have people like us who we grew up watching season one. Mm-hmm. Like everyone in the 90s mm-hmm. grew up the watching The WB. Season- did you watch Pokemon on the WB? I did. Okay. Oh, they turned You know, this, Nick remixed your- CW. Nick remixed you saying WB in that one episode. So what? There's like a song no! that's like in the WB. No. So anytime you say WB, I think of that uh, song that Nick did. No. The I mean, w- Nick is talented, and the, I'm sorry that he wasted time on <laughs> the WB royalties coming the sounds in. that come out of my mouth. Uh, so I the other thing I couldn't stop thinking of, this is like a wrestling thing. Uh, is that for the last, like, so we both watch wrestling, and you didn't really grow up with wrestling, right? I did not at all. I did, so when you see wrestlers from, like, the the early 90s, the same as Pokemon, you're like, oh my gosh, this is The Rock, I grew up with The Rock, or Stone Cold, or all these, same as, like, I'm sure, you know, our parents, if they watched wrestling... <laughs> your not par- my parents. Not your parents, but some parents. <laughs> not my African parents. <laughs> they would get excited if like Bret Hart showed up and Bret Hart was before that kind of stuff. Yeah. Hold on, this analogy is going to come back to Pokemon. Nice. <laughs> when you see like old wrestlers still wrestling, case in point, like The Undertaker, you're, you're just like. You can't. Uh, you're just mm-hmm. like, let the guy retire. He's so old. Okay, I okay. Keep going. He can't do good matches anymore. Keep going. He looks bad. Okay. But then when the Undertaker randomly appears on wrestling last night, everyone loses their minds. What? Okay, I was taking a <laughs> sip of my beverage and you totally said that, right? Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, he like showed up and did okay, some stuff. Well, whatever. And everyone loses their minds and it's like yeah. this is good. And I feel like it's the same. It, it's the same. It's not a wrestling That's thing. That's canceled. It's not a wrestling thing, and it's not like a Pokemon thing. But it is a Pokemon thing in the in the sense where everyone's like, "I'm so sick of Charizard. I'm so sick of Kanto. Why are we always going back to Kanto? Why is it always about Mewtwo and Squirtle and Bulbasaur? Give us new Pokemon." Mm-hmm. And then they do an episode like this, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, this episode is the best." <laughs> 
Exactly. Which is like what always seems to happen. Um, it's like uh, wish fulfillment. So I think in like the nostalgia department of this episode, it does do re- it does do a lot of things really, really well. Like it when, was. Uh, keep going. Like when Ash sees his muck and sees his Tauros, those are like moments you can't help smile see, about. See, that's interesting that you like there was that whole part that was still in the airport. I really liked because it was Lily meeting Brock first, which I actually uh, enjoyed because it was a chance, I guess, quote unquote, uh, interaction. And then that led to, uh, I guess, the spoiler of the group seeing Brock and yeah. Misty. And then I also love how Ash was super excited and Brock was like, hello, there is a person that I would like to pursue. Goodbye. Brock's still thirsty. <laughs> um, and I also liked Team Rocket being back in their element. Yeah, Team Rocket had oh, their original. I got orig- some, wor- I got some okay. words later. The other thing that why I feel like this episode was like, nothing happens, but then I think there are probably tons of people who have never seen season one of the anime mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure if they're they're like a hardcore you know pokemon family like we could like we are the age where we could have kids or could have had kids by now i guess <laughs> right that is a lot of our friends we have a lot of friends that have i mean our friends but we know people that have children <laughs> people we've gone to school with this is becoming like us reevaluate <laughs> like we just got married do we get kids next we uh, get kids <laughs> what what pokemon game do we start them with what if they don't like pikachu oh my gosh um <laughs> but but there are probably a good amount of people that grew up missing out on Kanto. So they do have to take that time to be like, this is a different Geodude. This is a different Vulpix. Like, so- this is... And it is cool to see Lily and Mallow and Lana get... And, and Kaway and stuff get excited about Pokemon they've never really seen. Yes. So, like, they accomplished that well, too. So, that's, like, this balancing act of, like, we have to educate because there's a lot of Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> and we have to, like, make it not boring. Yes. What, when you say that, it's funny because you say people that didn't grow up and you kind of mentioned adults. And I, what I thought of and now what I'm currently thinking of is kind of how, well, if we had kids... And they were watching Gen 11 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Gen um, 11 confirmed. <laughs> and uh, there was a crossover. It's like, oh, well, we can identify with these because we grew up with them. And it's like as a, I guess, as a elder versus a younger person. It's like, oh, well, I didn't I didn't know what this is, but I really like Pop Leo. And oh, Dugong is really cool now. So it's kind of um, like a. It starts a dialogue between families. I think that would be that's kind of cute. Yeah. Um. And then I also liked how it seemed that uh, Brock and Misty were aware of the uh the Pokemon variants in comparison, I guess, to the Alola, the Alolan people. Yeah, like, I think they're aware of it, but like I, I you all, you have to have that like character shock though, because yeah. 
Otherwise, your audience doesn't, like, realize, like, oh, we should treat these as different. Like, they are, in a sense, in a Pokemon world, they are very different. Yeah, and Brock and Misty are vets. Kind of forgot, too, that Brock is, like, not a gym leader anymore. And he makes that apparent. Oh, when they were when they were saying former Pewter City. Yeah, former. So like, this is a weird thing about Pokemon, and I guess like I don't know if a lot of TV shows have this, but there, it's also like a, a very big complaint of Pokemon is Ash, quote unquote, doesn't get better, or why do they take? Why does Ash? Why does Pikachu lose the Snivy? Even though they explain why Pikachu loses the Snivy. Okay. Like, people get upset that, like, Ash kind of resets. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is fine to me. It, I... Be- because it's, like, something they do in The Simpsons all the time. Like, mm-hmm. how many times has Bart had a graduated fourth grade? Plen- like, like yeah. at least, like, six times, I can yeah. think. He's where... in fourth grade. Yeah, Lisa's he was in, in fifth grade. second. I thought she was... He's not in third. No, Bart's in fourth. There are two years in between Yeah, because there's an episode where uh, Bart does so bad, they push him back to the third grade, but oh, Lisa okay. does so good, they yeah. promote her to the yep. third grade. Okay. Um. <laughs> I love how you use The Simpsons as a benchmark for so many things. Uh, is it not still, is it, is The Simpsons not the longest running, like, sitcom on TV? Animated show? Yeah. It is. So there, there are, there's your, there's your anime, like, Naruto, where it's always. Naruto. Progressing. But Naruto is completed completed one piece is still going they're still looking for that one piece Uh, uh. not sure what the one piece is (laughs) (laughs) if i've learned anything in the last like six months pirates it's people are very passionate about one piece pirates that's all i know and luffy pirates and luffy uh and a hat but in both so the the simpsons like doesn't have an ending right because it, it you you always you have multiple Christmases, you have multiple birthdays, you have multiple graduations, but is the characters it, stay the, the same age. Term episodic, I think I think that's the word I'm looking for. Where uh, the episodes are typically you can kind of isolate them. Like there's a uh, continuity, but like generally you could probably just pull an episode out and watch it and be like, okay, this is fine. Yeah. Rather than like watching episode like 17 of scandal and being like what is going on and not knowing anything <laughs> right. at all yeah it's treated like episodic in a sense Th- but, i think that's the term like the, i think but there's still progression in the sense of like you know when maud dies in the simpsons she stays mm-hmm. dead and in this case brock has gotten more pokemon and has advanced and Ash has kept all of his Pokemon that we see, which is really exciting to see his Bulbasaur. There's like a shot of the Squirtle Squad yeah. very shortly. Um, his Muck. Uh, bummer that we don't see his Kingler, of course. Like, uh, yeah, we don't see his Kingler at all, but we see his Tauros. Uh, I was. You like, were so excited about the Tauros. I was. I like Ash's Tauros a whole lot. But I did want to say really fast. Uh, it's like selective uh, continuity. Like, or selective um, progress. Yes. And I guess it's up to the creators to decide what they want to progress or not progress. Yeah. Uh, So the first time I watched this, I was bummed that we only saw Ash's, like, Kanto Pokemon. Mm Because he does leave other Pokemon with Professor Oak. Yeah. Uh, Those Pokemon, like, I'm pretty sure he leaves his, like, Talonflame and his uh, Infernape. I know 
he does let his Greninja go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he lets his Hawlucha go too. I can't remember which ones, but also at the same time, I, I guess there's no point to show those other Pokemon because they're really focused on like it's not relevant. These are Kanto, yeah, and we're here to really show you the difference between Kanto and Alola, Lola. yeah, and in that context, any other region isn't relevant. Yes, but they 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 also have that underlying thing of where you you don't really get it, you don't really get it from just watching the TV show, and I don't know if you really get it from watching um, or playing the video game unless you played it a lot of times and you really loved it and you paid attention and then you like did the research afterwards of like Kakui has gone to Kanto, he's done all the stuff he couldn't become he couldn't beat the, the oh, are you four. gonna start with your Kakui not. Mm. No, I'm just saying that, like, okay. you could, when, <laughs> it, when you when you know that information of like Kakui has been to Kanto, he I like spoiler, you have the face, you have the face where the you just want to start going on about it. The spoiler of the end of Sun and Moon, like he sets up a Pokemon League, and then he challenges you. <laughs> but if you watch the episode with that in mind, you can see how excited he is. Not because of like, not because he's excited because. The people that he brought there, the students, are getting excited, and it's, like, solidifying what he believes in. Like, these students are excited about this kind of battling. It's kind of a validation of yeah. the thought. Because it's like, oh, well, is this a good idea? And then sometimes you don't say anything about it, but then someone else is like, hey, I would really, I would, I would really like if someone did this thing, and then... Part of it's like, oh, I totally was thinking about that. And then, but there's the whole, well, they didn't know. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, well, maybe you just thought of that. And then you can't prove those things anyway. So if Kahui would have just tweeted and then got a bunch of retweets and favorites, he would have also got that validation. Yeah, but then but... I would have stolen that tweet <laughs> and gotten more validation. And then there's all those stolen tweet memes. Okay, that's not cool. But. Uh, there's some good animation here where, like, when Kikui jumps on the Rapidash and, like, gets very excited. And uh, there's some, like, old references about how, like, Vileplume and Gloom, like, has those the toxic uh, poison powder that it sends off. Uh, the combination between Popplio and Dugong, you know, both being, like, seal-type Pokemon. That was super cute. I, I thought that was probably one of the cuter uh, interactions between the Pokemon. I love Lana. Mm. And then they hit on all notes of here's the Alolan, here's the non-Alolan. One's yeah. big, one's small, one's fire, one's eyebrows. Not. Um, the uh, and then you you really laughed out loud when Pikachu electrocuted everyone, but the <laughs> but Brock's Marowak being pure ground is just like completely fine, completely okay, like, okay. Uh, the other thing they have to hit on, of course, is, like, Misty being scared of Caterpie. Okay, so we didn't even talk about, like, character design and stuff and, like, voices. Oh, I don't know if you wanted you know, to sure. talk about that yeah, now Yeah, Misty and Brock have different voices. Yeah. And they have, you know, they're in the Alola art, which... Yeah, they looked really cute. I I think I liked how Misty looked more than Brock. Like, I think Brock's sharpness like before uh worked really well for him i don't like it was fine here but i think i had a preference still 
for the original or older design rather than he looked this. younger until he ripped his shirt off <laughs> yeah did you i think their voices were fine their voices were fine um misty in the second episode there were a few inflections that i was like it sounded like this actress uh wasn't uh it seemed too i didn't know her battle mimicking yeah it didn't seem as like i am inspiring like this voice that i'm doing is inspired from this character It, it sounded more like I am trying to sound like how this character used to sound like it's similar to when I saw Hamilton in Chicago. There was an actress that tried to sound like the broad uh, Broadway recording and it was very obvious in comparison to everybody else. So, oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, There's like a small joke where like Lily gets excited about seeing Spiro and then Mallow is like, no, we have Spiro in a Lola. Yeah. (laughs) Which is a pretty good, a pretty good one off. There's a lot of Pokemon in this episode, uh, but pretty much besides, like, we meet Brock, we meet Misty, we see the differences between Alolan Pokemon and Kanto Pokemon. Uh, Ash's mom is here, as well as Ash's dad. She was... I didn't even know if that picked up. I don't know if that sound picked up on the mic, but I just <laughs> sighed heavily. They, the Team Rocket shows up. So, Team Rocket, I was... So pleased because I didn't remember their entrance. Like, I think it was also because so much time since we watched these episodes and we've act- we've watched a pretty good amount of um season 20 episodes since then. I've gotten so used to their new intro mm-hmm. that when I was watching this, I was expecting like... It was like, I'm expecting the new one, but it would be really cool if it was the old one. And then they did the old one, and I was like, oh, wait, they're going to change it. They're going to change it. They're going to change it. And then they didn't. And I was like, Argh! and then Wobbuffet ruined it. But still, <sighs> I, was, I was like, I was super stoked about it. I liked the animation about it. Like, I don't, I don't care. The old just, one is better. It's way better. And I... Later on with Beware, I was like, oh, and I get it because it's kind of like, well, you can't do like everything can't be the same as before. Yeah. During this entire time, this is just a small like trivia thing, I guess, is Rotom is taking pictures of all these Kanto Pokemon that he doesn't have in his decks and they couldn't find the last Pokemon, to, which which I have a lot of questions how Rotom was able to. And okay. <laughs> But this is the first time we've seen Mew I was... in a TV episode. I ooed. I was like, oh, that's cute. And then I was like, oh, really? But then I was like, oh, but it's Mew. That's cute. I feel like something, I don't know if it's just me, um, but I think it was a Poliwhirl. Poliwhirl. Wag. Poliwhirl? Poliwag? Yeah. The one with the arms is Whirl. Whirl. Okay. Yeah. So it was in the background of a scene in the airport, I believe. And like the way it was illustrated really reminded me of the old style. Like it looked similar. Like it also seemed a bit more dull. Like in like how you know how if you watch those episodes back, it seems softer and stuff. So that was really apparent to me when I was watching because uh, it stuck out. 
and I didn't know if it was an intent if it was intentional, but I mean it was worth mentioning because I was like, oh, that's really interesting because it it looked more dull, it looked old, like I don't know, it looked different from the rest of the environment that it was in. Yeah, this is the some trivia here. This is the first time Ash has returned to Kanto in the middle of a journey. Uh, this episode marks the first physical appearance in main series after long absences. Brock, uh, last appeared 324 episodes before that. Misty, 573 episodes before this. Squirtle, uh, appeared 517 episodes ago. And then the longest reoccurring character with the biggest absence in between is Jigglypuff, which did appear 660 eight episodes ago before it showed back up again in this episode where it puts everyone to sleep. Slay. That was such a good nostalgic moment. Like, I I feel like it hit those checkboxes, but it just really wasn't obnoxious about it. Like, it was like, it was predictable, but not unsatisfying. I don't know. I thought Jigglypuff was super cute. Uh, Because of this specific episode, finally... After 20 years, all 151 generation Pokemon have made their appearance in the main series of the TV show because we were missing Mew for so long. What what is it? A thousand. What episode number? Uh, this is episode 983. I think. 983. Okay. Oh. It only took 20 years. Uh, despite Rapidash having multiple appearances in the anime since the first season, this is the first time it has a Pokedex entry. Rotom, I don't know if it was more this episode or the next episode, but it I think it was the next episode. It was just very flustered. Uh, Team Rocket recites their original motto in this episode. As a result, this motto has been recited at least once every series so far. Yes! Uh, they do use the original Team Rocket logo instead of the streamlined bottle they've been using since Best Wishes. Yes! Uh, and James even had his famous rose. Yes, I noticed that too. Sorry. I mean, actually, no, I'm not apologizing for yassing. Yeah. Despite this episode taking place at Professor Oak's laboratory where Tracy currently resides. (laughs) (laughs) He is not seen or mentioned throughout the entire episode. Um, Probably later on was like on vacation or something it's like there, oh yeah ash was here oh we need to fire some people <laughs> we got some errors here when pikachu uses thunderbolt on everyone togunamaru gets zapped despite having lightning rod as her ability okay that would have ruined the com- comedic effect that's true it would have but yeah that that is that is the first part there's a lot that like there's a lot to talk about but not a lot <laughs> happens yeah i i yeah uh we'll move on to the second episode. So that episode ends with them going to the Cerulean gym. In a car. Which, uh, in a in a car where it's funny because Ash's mom, Delia, makes a joke about how, like, Ash's room is a huge mess. And I hope that you see all of Pallet Town, which I'm thinking Pallet Town is super teeny tiny, super small. Uh, but they they do head off to Cerulean gym. The first thing about this is the gym is completely redesigned. It's like this giant water pyramid looking thing that looks like you would see in vegas it's like when you go well i mean you didn't really it's different for you but if i go back to where i grew up and it's like i feel like every 
few years going back, it's just, oh, wow, I didn't realize that they built a whole entire mall. Yeah. The old gym was more, it more looked like a merry-go-round with, it was like a circle gym and it had very, I don't know, carnival-esque features, I guess. Budget. Budget back then. Uh, the other thing, okay, so we're going to talk about... Do you want me to read the second book? Yes. I... Uh, we're going to talk about episode 43, which is technically, I guess, this the season, season finale, uh, called When Regions Collide. Our, okay, the blurb is, Our heroes visit the Cerulean Gym, where the Alola students get their first taste of a gym battle. Mallow and Lana challenge Misty, who praises their battle instincts after her victory. Next, Sophocles and Lily face Brock and his Geodude, and Sophocles forgets that the Kanto Geodude is a ground type, so his electric type moves won't work. Yahweh's Turtonator goes up against Brock's... Brock's... Yahweh's Turtonator goes up against Brock's Steelix, and both trainers show their full power as Steelix, Steelix mega-evolves, and Turtonator uses a Z-move. There are a lot of S's and X's and Z's in there. Finally, it's Ash and Pikachu versus Misty and Gyarados, just like old times. Misty also uses Mega Evolution, but Pikachu's Z-Move manages to take down the mighty Mega Gyarados. Just the blurb. Sorry. Got a bit tongue-tied. So, with a lot of battles, you see... I feel like you have the, this is a battle episode, I'm excited because I like battles. I do, <laughs> I do like battles. With with a lot of battles, you see a lot of recycled animation. Yep. Uh, they did not do that here. Uh, which is also really weird because normally at the end of the seasons, at least in most TV shows... People are exhausted. They want to get the season done. They're just recycling old footage. So it's like, how can we get this out the door as quickly as possible so we can get our break before the next season starts? Uh, but this is one of a very well animated episode. Uh, and besides the pointless battles that came before Kaoway's and Ash's battle. Wow. Wow! I just, I just don't think they're like strong, and they were. I, I don't know. I, it's cool to see Misty use her side deck, but also like a two verse one for side deck, and like the battle ends when they hold confusion in the air is kind of super lackluster. Kind of super. Yeah, kind of super. Very disappointing. <laughs> I see. I I don't know what else you do instead because I don't know. I mean, they give focus to Kawe over the other four, which I think is fine. But I feel like it almost would have been better if it was just a a double battle or something. I don't know. It just didn't seem mm. interesting. Well, there so there's Sophocles, Lana, Mallow, Kawe, Ash. Brock and Misty, so that's and Lily Seth and Lil. Oh, sorry. So it was Lily and it was <laughs> Lily and Sophocles. Yeah. So Snowy and Togedemaru versus Geodude. Yeah. Which on paper, who's excited for that? Well, <laughs> it's like again going back to wrestling. <laughs> it's like oh, that doesn't sound like a fun thing to watch. Sounds like I, a squash match. I guess that's when I go to the bathroom. 
or I get popcorn and I come on. I, well, maybe no one's getting popcorn during wrestling matches, but and then it's it's Steeny and Poplio versus Psyduck, which again doesn't ah. really sound particularly interesting. Well, I thought that it would be well. Part of the whole thing was that I kind of liked that Ash, that um, Misty and Brock still kind of had that uh, veteran status where it was like, well, these are these new characters and they're still in school and they're still learning how to get to where we see them later when they're like trial, like uh, captains or whatever. Um, so I do like that they there was that edge, especially because I feel like if. They came back for nostalgia, and then they just lost to new characters. That wouldn't be as cool, right? Um, but I, with the type matchup, I don't know. I wish I, I wish it was a bit more. And I don't, I don't know thrilling. what you do instead because I think that both Kaway's match and Ash's match were like the right length. I didn't think they needed to be longer. Yeah, and I get that you have to do something with Psyduck, as it was one of the most recognizable and important characters in that season, but just a very weird, like, Psyduck's going to take a lot of damage and use confusion, but the other Pokemon are not going to take damage, and we're going to end the match, and it's like, okay, everyone clap, that was... I don't know if you change that into a lesson, or... It just wasn't particularly compelling. I think that was probably the weakest part of the episode. The other two battles were really good. But the first battle of the really good battles is Brock and Kiawe, who Yahweh. at one point both are no not wearing shirts. Yahweh's never wearing a shirt. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> melanin. Uh, that's the that's the uh, it is a, the theme of the match is melanin. Uh, it's a one on one battle, no holds bar, bard bar, bard bard. Also a wrestling term. I know. Is that what it says? That's what they declared in the battle. Oh, well. Because uh, Kaui wants wants to be able to Z-move, and that, I guess, sets up for Brock to use his Mega Evolution. Like I've said, I really like the kind of authority role that Ash and... Uh, I keep saying Ash. Because uh, I, I keep pairing those three together. Pairing. Grouping those three together, uh, Brock, Misty, and Ash. But... I liked that Brock was kind of like, oh, this is intriguing, but also look at this, because I learned these lessons from Ash, and you have to think outside of the bot. Like, I liked that, but it was it was cute. Like, it wasn't annoying. I liked the build-up for it. I liked that uh, Kiawe seemed to be uh, a stronger contender. Like, it... it Fell, I was invested in it in that it was an engaging thing to watch. Um, and I do like that it was, oh, uh, Kiawe is going to do the Z move and then Brock retaliated with, um, oh, well, we can mega evolved. And yeah, yeah. So well, there's also that confidence too where Brock is excited to see a Z move used because mm-hmm. he's heard about it and Brock is. One of those characters that is, comes off as very intelligent and studies and understands what's happening. Yeah, he was the Rotom Dex, I guess, of, of Kanto, where Except he did way cooler. Did know a lot of things. So I do really, really like uh, probably one of the best character moments in the entire season of like Brock's confidence of doing the battle, Mega evolving. 
and then knowing that Z moves are really powerful, but knowing also that his Steelix will survive it. Yeah. Uh, it came off really like just so much confidence there. Uh, and I'm glad they gave Brock the win over KOA. Absolutely. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been strange, I think, for the Alola people, the Alolan people to beat the Kanto people, like Brock and Misty, especially. Just, I mean, I don't know if it's bias, but <laughs> it, it would feel weird uh, unless they showed it slightly differently. But uh, as I said before, there's that veteran status, even regardless of how much time and the resets and stuff uh, like that. They're just established and knowing that the others are still students. Um, yeah, Kaway a little bit more advanced because yeah. he he had a Z crystal prior to, to the story starting. Yeah. Yes, uh, I also liked that again. Going back to like that continuity of like the regions reset, but they still remember stuff. Like everyone is blown away by Mega Evolution except for Professor Kukui and except for Ash. Like Ash is like I've seen <laughs> plenty of Mega Evolution. <laughs> he was shocked that Brock could Mega evolve, but he wasn't shocked at the process of Mega Evolution. There was a moment, I don't remember exactly when it was, but Ash looked so, I don't want to say dry or unimpressed, but he was just maybe resigned is what I'm looking for. But something happened and his expression, they panned to him or something. And it was really comical because his... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I I, just... I know what you're talking about. His expressions, though, during like the first couple battles, the pointless battles. Was like he was also bored of like, but he also you guys don't understand Psyduck. I've been here, of course. This is what Misty would do. Yup, yeah. Brock is really talented. Like you guys, like he got it, and I liked that they they did that. That was like the highlight of those boring things. Was like Ash was just like very like, when's it my turn? When's it my turn? Like, well, okay, but that's also kind of annoying sometimes. Not in this context, I would say, but. Because he's the main character and like it's his return to his home and stuff. But if it was another situation and the character was just being impatient <laughs> and um, like even if uh, we put Sophocles in this situation where, oh, we're back with uh, Molaine or something and Ash is going to battle Molaine later and Sophocles is just, oh, well, I know this and I know this. We know that we would probably be irritated by that, but also there is so much more history with Ash and all of this. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't uh, really uh, put them on an equal playing field, but I do like him referencing his previous friendship. Oh, well, you might not know, but don't forget this. Yeah. He, like, I'm pretty sure he ended up cheering more for Brock and Misty than he did for the Alolan friends. But good habits die hard. Uh, Ash then gets to battle Misty, which was his choice. Uh, Misty does the cool thing. This was always a cool thing that I loved about Pokemon was battling in, like, different arenas. Which is Oh, when they modify the yeah. area. And which you see that a lot in, like, the final tournaments and stuff where they do have different arenas that they fight into. But she changes the arena here. Now, if we remember the first Cerulean Gym, it was almost like just a giant pool. Yeah. And this is 
this is a brand new i don't know if some point in the 900 sub episodes they actively changed it i mean there there was uh probably like 18 years 17 years worth of construction time so uh so this ends up being pikachu versus gyarados uh misty has her gyarados i was i thought that starmie was gonna show up uh she does use her star you in the episode prior she has a starmie and a star you right she does yeah star okay i was there are starmie references in the gym like there's Mm -hmm. she's standing on a starmie uh i think there was stuff on the walls too maybe uh, so this battle's really cool, and it also takes in account a lot of things that you would normally see in, like, a video game sense of, uh, I'm pretty sure, like, moves like Hurricane are 100% accurate when rain is up. Uh, move like, yeah, so Hurricane normally has uh, 100, or sorry, 70% accuracy, uh, but I believe in rain it is like 100, it goes up to 100%. Why were they, uh, Lana and Mala were so, uh, perplexed about what, about Rain Dance or whatever. Oh. I was just super confused by that. I think it comes across as, like, Rain Dance is a, like, you don't get Rain Dance in, like, the first two gyms of, a, like, a playthrough, right? Like, Rain Dance is more, like, if, it, like, as a kid, I can even speak to this, like, you don't really understand, or maybe I was just a dumb kid probably very true but as like an 11 year old i was like why would i waste a, one of my four when moves you were slots? 11 that's old why would i but well okay also so when i got pokemon, old, i mean not old like i mean okay so when i got pokemon games when i got red and blue i was the kid that was like oh blastoise is a water type pokemon it needs to have bubble and bubble beam and hydro pump and surf and we all know <laughs> <laughs> You only need one of those moves. You don't need all of them. So I I was that dumb kid. But also, when Gen 2 came out and they did introduce Rain Dance on Sunny Day, I thought to myself as a dumb kid, why would I waste... Stop calling yourself a dumb kid. Why would I waste my, my one of my four moves to make it rain? Steve, you were such a kid. So I think in that sense, it was just showing the... Like, why would Misty make it rain? What advantage is that to her? To gain currency. Well, it makes water type move stronger. It makes Hurricane accurate. But she does she does lead that up to the point of because Hurricane is active, or because I'm using Hurricane and because it's Rain Dance, no trainer has ever been able to get out of this combination, which Ash does, of course. Of course. <laughs> he overcame the odds. See, there's my wrestling reference. But I like that. Like that is a cool thing because ideally, when you're fighting a gym leader in a video game, you expect them to have some sort of strategy. So, like Charon's strategy in Black and White Two is, I'm going to use Work Up a bunch of times, and then I'm going to one shot all your Pokemon because nice. you're going to not realize you're you're. But, but by the time I start doing it, you're going to be like, oh, it's too late. The Watch Hog is too strong now. It's too Which- late. Has probably never been said. Uh, but Misty also Mega Evolves. Mm-hmm. And we see Mega Gyarados. And Pikachu also uses his Z-Move Gigavolt Havoc. It's funny because I actually got bored. In that battle? During this. Well, I got uh, sidetracked by something. And I was disoriented enough to... I think I missed the Mega Evolution. 
So I was very confused for a few moments and then it was just like, oh, okay, fine. But I, I do actually think that Brock versus Kiawe held my attention more. Well, maybe not held my attention, but. Uh, and then that was it. Uh, so you had two good battles, two weird side filler battles and then at the end uh brock and misty give ash's classmates like fake badges that look like real you badges tried the written comic sans on them and then kawaii makes this weird reference that like next time he battles brock he wants to make he wants to earn a real boulder badge even though brock is not a gym leader anymore which i thought was like slightly weird okay uh i don't know if they use mega evolution going f- forward obviously that was a very like gen 6 anime and gen 6 video game thing obviously mega evolution was in gen 7 as soon as you beat the game you could buy them but it didn't really have any story purpose um and now going into gen 8 sword and shield mega evolution and z moves are no longer in those games Uh, and we're gonna get dynamax instead but some trivia here uh, this is the first time in the anime we see Mega Steelix and Mega Gyarados. Mega Steelix looked so cool. It did. Uh, I mean, Mega Gyarados also looked cool. Ah, uh, yeah, well, Mega Gyarados a little, little thick. A little thick, okay, a little and? thick and a little short. Okay, and? <laughs> it's just, it goes from As like a this, short person, I am very like this offended very, by this. Very long, elegant wow. sea serpent to like this, I don't know, it kind of looks like a shrimp when it falls. <laughs> It's kind of chonky. Chonky. Chonky is the funniest thing that you've said about this. Oh, I'm sorry. We've seen Mega Gyarados before. This was the debut of Mega Steelix, though. Brock uses something called Counter Shield in this episode, which is something that he picked up from Ash in a Diamond and Pearl episode. Error in this episode was Ash mentioned that he won both the Boulder and the Cascade Badge from Brock and Misty. Uh, and they admit that they gave their badges to Ash out of pity. While for the most part this was true, it was actually Ash, uh, Misty's sisters, sisters yeah. who gave Ash the castic- Cascade badge out of pity. Because, uh... Her bike! No. I don't really remember that episode that well. But that's it. That's the season finale. That's everything. They're two very good episodes. I don't think they're the best episodes of the anime, but they're very good. Of the anime overall? Yeah. What about the season? They're pretty strong. Uh, I still like the... Hmm. Season-wise, maybe because we just saw it, I do like the race episode with Sophocles. I thought that episode was really fun. I think the battle with Olivia is really good. I really liked the... Uh, Stoutland episode. Oh, the Stalin episode's very yeah. good, yeah. yeah. Very good in a, uh, like, almost perfect episode, but you're not gonna laugh at any point during it. Yeah. Season 21 is next! Oh! Hopefully you enjoyed this extra long episode of Alola Vacation. We'll Sorry. be back next time with, uh, technically episode 44 of Sun and Moon, episode but- Episode 1. Episode 1 of season- 21 is one to one both ways uh all right we'll be back next time because alola is both hello and goodbye alola, alola.